everybody this is terrell cummings this is season two episode 14 of the always relevant podcast and today dan and i are bringing you um a few topics we're going to talk about first of all we're going to have mix up with lee as always and then we're going to talk about grocery store etiquette we're going to do the college football rundown and we're going to preview the michigan Ohio state game this week uh we're going to give the nfl rundown and review our picks from last week we're going to discuss the Bengals and the browns the good and the bad and then we're going to remake our NFL Conference Championship picks and our Super Bowl picks because, honestly, we don't remember what we said earlier um, earlier this year as far as Super Bowl picks. So we're going to go ahead and give our, our mid, mid-season redo as far as that. And we're going to rapid-fire topics as far as Thanksgiving edition. As always, we'll have Get Real with Dane and Mess Your Money with Rel. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, we're excited for it. We hope you are too. And um, enjoy the show. Here we go. All right, everybody, this is Terrell Cummings. This is season two, episode 14 of the Always Relevant Podcast. As always, I'm here with Dane DeMeo. Dane, what's going on, dude? Oh, it's almost uh, it's almost time for the game. That's right. That's, That's it right. It means something this year. Both teams come in, what, 10 and one records, which is awesome. It's good stuff. That's how it should be. They kind of went about it different ways. Well, you know what? They're both there, and it should be interesting, and I'm hyped. I'm ready. and um. We haven't talked about a bet. We we'll want to place another bet. Let's we'll see if I can um, redeem myself yeah. from the Browns Bengals game. Um, me having to wear a Browns hat, I'll set the ship to you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to get you a Buckeye shirt. So I'm all for this. Yeah, no, my brother would probably love to see that. So would all my friends around here because they know that I'm not a Buckeyes fan whatsoever, and I don't plan on changing that. Yeah, hey, go blue, Michigan, go blue. Anybody else can watch our YouTube channel or whatever. I have my Michigan stuff on. I got my Michigan, Michigan toboggan on, Michigan beanie, my Go Blue shirt on. Dane's rocking is a Ohio State hoodie with the Ohio State hat. So, obviously, you see what size we're on. We're not on the same side, as always. We'll figure this out. I'm excited for it, though. I want to see what they can do. So, But before we get into all that, I want to get into it. How are you and how are you really? So, I'll go ahead and start. How am I? You know what? I'm not bad. Um, how am I really? Overall, I'm really not bad. A little stressful because I'm coming down to the last parts of school. <clears throat> so we're doing our capstone. So we're doing our – we just got a rough draft for our paper looked over by our instructor. And so she gave us our feedback on that. We're going to do a run-through tonight of our uh, presentation. So I'm actually going to work on that when I'm done with this podcast uh, to try to finish up my part of it. So I'm ready to talk to it uh, here around 8 o'clock or so. And um, I don't know. It's just a lot going on. Overall, though, I'm cool. I'm almost almost done, almost ready to graduate and get this thing over with. So I think we'll be all right. So I'm cool. Dane, how are you? How are you really? I'm good, man. It's the week of the game. I'm feeling good about the game after the week, after the uh, thing we just seen this weekend against yeah, Michigan. Yeah, they look good on offense, man. They look yeah. good on offense. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so after we're done with this, we have to check out that new Ghostbusters movie. Jackie's obsessed with Ghostbusters. We're going to check it out. We've heard mixed reviews, but there's only one way to find out, and that's to go see it. So, yeah, good luck with that. So how am I really? I'm actually good. You know what? I've never seen such toxic Twitter in my life on Browns, and that's t- that's saying a lot, right? <laughs> Dude, it always feels good to beat Detroit. I don't care how you win. You know what I mean? At the end yep. of the day, you beat Detroit. I love beating Detroit. I don't care if it's baseball, football, uh, whatever it is, whatever it's got to be. Uh, basketball, like, I always want to beat Detroit. So, right away, I'm in a good mood there. 
all this other negativity about the Browns. You know, I'm going to let people be negative. They're six and five. They're still in the hunt. Matter of fact, everybody's in the hunt. Everybody's got a winning record in the division. Yeah. You know what? As bad as it looked and as bad as Baker played and we're going to get in all that, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. Yeah, everybody's still got a chance, that's for sure. And AFC North could beat each other up a little bit. But, you know, they're holding it down you know, outside of the league. So we'll see what happens on the second half of the season when there's more interleague play. And so, we'll, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm debating on driving down to Baltimore for that game Sunday night. I'm thinking, oh, yeah? yeah. Hey, hey, that would be a good time, man. That would be a good time. You got to do something like that before, you know, the, the work schedule kicks in for the holidays. Oh, it kicks in next week. But I'm off Sunday night, so you know how it is. I might, go, I might have to go down. I might have to do it. Nice. Road trip. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. We're debating on going to the Bengals-Steelers game this coming week. So, we'll see about that. But, all right. So, mix it up with Lee. Lee didn't get a scene this time, but Dane has a drink he wants to talk about. Dane, what do you got for us for Thanksgiving weekend? Yeah, so since it's uh, Thanksgiving, you know, getting in the holiday spirit and everything, we got something you got to try from Southern Tier out of Lakewood, New York. Uh, I don't have it with me. I wish I did, but look it up. Uh Jackie's picking it up, uh, Wegmans, after work here. That's our grocery chain around here. And uh, it's supposed to taste just like a frosted sugar cookie. I know people have had it, getting rave reviews. I'm going to get my hands on it tonight. Uh, Maybe tomorrow I'll dip into it. We'll see. But uh, I suggest everybody go out and try it. Now, I'm doing this on hearsay. I usually don't do this. I usually do on after I've tried it and said it's legit. Right. I've got some – different types of pumpkin ale in there i went over the baked one i did the chocolate one uh i got dogfish head pumpkin in there uh highly suggest that one but the sugar cookie is just too unique to pass up and not talk about on this cast so i recommend you go out and give that a shot even if i didn't like it i would recommend you try it because that's just something you got to try right well i i might if, it, if it's around here i have to try to find a place i guess i could probably go to jungle gyms I imagine that if it's anywhere, it'll be there as far as that. But I'll see if I can track it down and get and get some of that and and give my thoughts on it too. So because I need to I need to find something, some kind of beverage for the week for sure. So all right. First segment I want to talk about because I go through this, it annoys me. I I, I don't normally mind going grocery shopping, but I'm gonna talk about grocery store etiquette because as of right now, from what I've witnessed. Everywhere I've gone, it's janky. Everybody is janky. It's like there needs to be, it's like there's rules of the road. There needs to be rules in grocery stores. So, like, first of all, when you're parking, you're looking for a parking spot. If you see a car in the lot and it's sitting there waiting for someone to back out, don't steal the spot just because you don't feel like walking, you know, an extra 200 200 feet or whatever. It's not even 200 feet just because you don't feel like walking an extra 90 feet because you want that closer parking spot. That person was waiting. They've waited for a period of time for that spot. Let them get the spot. That's first things first, right? Second thing, I'm sitting there and have the courtesy to stay out of the way of the people pushing the carts back in. You know, they're, they're working hard trying to keep the carts there. They get them. It was raining outside to get them. They try to dry them off, or keep them nice and neat. Nowadays, they're spraying them down because of COVID and everything, trying to keep them sanitary and everything. Like, let them through. Right, let them do their job. It's going to help you as you're going forward. Don't be in such a rush. It's going to be okay. You'll make it. All right. Now let's talk about once we get into the store, because I swear people 
they wander around in the store and they have no idea what's going on around them. So they're walking through, first of all, they're walking extra slow in the middle aisle. And like, I don't know what they're looking at because you're in the middle aisle. There's nothing there that you want. Like, you know where you probably want to go. Like, don't walk and stop in the middle aisle. Second of all, if you're in an aisle and you decide to stop, stop on one side or the other. It doesn't matter which side. It doesn't matter which side. Pick a side because if you go to one side, I can get around you with my cart. I see people that go and they're wandering around everything and they're walking on the left side of the aisle and then they decide they want something on the right side of the aisle and they turn their cart so it's like diagonal in the middle of the aisle and they go and they're trying to reach for something they're trying to look and they're trying to check their list and they start checking their phone, seeing what coupons they have for it and everything. Then like one lady, she's talking to her husband about it or whatever. Well, should I get this to get that? So she's on the right side of the aisle, the cart's in the middle of the aisle, the husband's on the left side of the aisle. I'm like, hey, I want to get through this aisle because I've already started out here getting like pickles and ketchups from this aisle. I want to get through so I can get back to the dairy section. So I'd sit there and wait and be nice or whatever. And they're still oblivious. I'm sitting there for no joke, like 15 seconds. I mean, I should just walk back out around and gone up the next aisle, which I probably should have done ultimately, but I shouldn't have to because you should have the common courtesy to stay on one side or be if you do that, you're not paying attention, but you know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. I wasn't paying attention, blah, 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 whatever else. Well, hey, no, it happens. But, you know, I think that I am more conscious of it because I'm a big dude going through the store. So a lot of times I'm going through, I try to make sure that I give people their space when they come to the grocery store. I try to make sure that I give them, you know, I stay out of the way. If, I, if I'm in the way, if I'm close to being in the way, hey, you know, I'm sorry about that. I'm not trying to invade your space. I'm trying to get through. I'm a big dude. I know how it goes. I try to be cognizant of that. I swear, everybody else, they don't pay attention. Gets my nerves. I wish there was a horn. It's like in the car. Like, I'd be going by, and, like, they're sitting there, not doing anything, and I'll just honk the horn, like, get out of the way. Pay attention. What are you doing? Or if I could take, like, my light on my phone and make, like, a strobe light, just throw it up. <laughs> I like think siren or something. you got to stop there because we can't lose this idea. <laughs> horns for grocery carts. It is a great invention. I can see that at every five below store out there. Seriously, Man, horns and bumpers. Thing and hog, I, I love it. I think we got a big winner there. Horns and bumpers. Like, seriously, bump <laughs> the horn. If they're going to do it, bump them out of the way. Keep moving. Because no one pays attention. It's like they're sitting there, they're strolling, and nowadays they're looking on their cell phone or they're looking up in the air. I don't know what they're trying to do. They're not walking at a decent pace, which I understand it's a grocery store. You're looking. Walk to one side. Like there's people, there's like, they're kind of walking in the middle of the store and they're drifting around as they're walking. And then there's people coming from the other direction. It's like, oh my God, dude, really? Somebody. And you know, I shouldn't even say this. All right. Cause then there's people in the wheelchairs where, you know what, not the wheelchairs, but the motorized vehicles. And hey, most people, they, they need that. I get it. I understand. Right. Just sometimes I question if, if some do. Just cause. I shouldn't. It's wrong and whatever. But when I see them, they're going through the aisle and they do their thing and then they park in the middle or whatever, which I understand with that. I'm like, I'm more, I'm not as, I'm not as bothered by that or whatever. I'm just more bothered by the people that are normally walking through the store and they stop in the aisles and then it's like, they're oblivious to everything else. Like, I don't understand. It's just like playing sports. I don't understand how you can be on the full field and not know we are on full field. I don't get that. Like it, it, it baffles me. Whereas like people are just confused. So that's my little rant. It's worse during the holidays. 
this is just normal going through the stores. It's going to get worse now because Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. You know, deal with it everywhere. It's the same old thing, same old story. So, word of advice, probably for me, I should probably go ahead and just do the online shopping. But because of the pandemic and everything else, I don't know if I can trust that they're going to have everything on the list that I want it the way that I want it. And I won't be able to see it and get it myself. So I'll probably still go there. I will put my headphones in. I will go through and I will brave the oblivious people that are wandering around aimlessly through the store and stopping the middle of the aisles, preventing me from getting my shopping done in 30 minutes or less because I have in my head what I want. I know the order I'm going to get it in the store. I know how I'm going to walk through the store to get it. And I'm on pace. And I don't need to think about it because I've already thought about it before I came to the store. No, I'm telling you, preach on, but there's a couple more you're forgetting. I love the one when you go into the, the produce section and somebody's got to touch every one while you're waiting to get there. And That's true. Back down and bruise everything in there. Like right. barbarians, dude. Like, come on. Quit destroying all the produce. Then my favorites when you hear that crack blows up, stuff yep. goes everywhere. It's busy. Now no one can get around and they act like nothing happened. And then around here, they got robots going around, right? Oh, yeah. All they do is get in the way. Do you got the robots in your grocery store? They're crazy. No, I haven't seen those yet. Oh, we got robots. I wish I had a picture of them. So they roll around. They look like that thing from Rocky Four, The one <laughs> <laughs> that Polly had. That's what it looks like. Now that's a real thing. And it's like strolling through and it'll go around. It's supposed to look for spills. I think it's spying on people. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But they go around. They talk. <laughs> oh, wow. And they just That's get scared. So you got robots in your grocery store. You know what I'm talking about. It's a problem, man. There's right. robots in the grocery store taking up more space. Then you move and it moves with you. And then you move again and it moves the other direction. And you can't even get around it. And then there's other people around and there's spills everywhere. And everybody's touching everything. Barbarians, right? Oh, another thing. Plus, and this is for my own personal Kroger where I go to, the, the deli section. I don't know what happened with when they had the transition from the old Kroger to the new Kroger, because the old deli section, the Kroger I used to go to, they were on point. They were with it. They got you in. They got you out. Now I swear you're sitting in the deli section for like 20 minutes or a half hour waiting. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, there's not that many people. Like, there might be three people in the deli section, like, waiting to or put their order in for what they need. And it's like, you guys have four people back there. Why are you guys moving slow? I don't get this. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, it's like that here, and it goes back to the service industry stuff we're talking about. You can't barely get service anywhere, right? So I've gotten well, a- through though. What happened to my old deli crew? They were on it. Like I see them elsewhere in the store, but put them back in the deli. They're not to give great customer service. I don't order for the deli now. I look at the pre-cut packages from the deli now because I just don't have time to sit there 30 minutes to wait that's, for that's what I that's what I end up doing. But you know, like I want I want to cut a certain way. They usually cut them thicker in those pre-cut packages. I don't feel like wait, I just want to get in and get out and keep it moving. Yeah. And you can't get no service in places. Everybody's staying around, everybody looks pissed. They got their yeah. carts all in the way. Now nobody can get by. The people cutting the meat don't give a damn. They're just screwing around back there. Right. There's no sense of urgency in the industry. So what? It was 4.4 million people quit their jobs last last month, and over a million of them were hospitality and service. Can't get no – even the people over there, you can't get nothing. You can't get nothing done anywhere. It's amazing. I know. I know. I know. But like I said, grocery store etiquette. I wasn't here to talk about the works of the grocery store because they, they worked through the pandemic. They came out. They worked hard. They were the ones that were there through the whole thing. But, you know, I'm sure that people left their industry as well. 
and I get it as far as that. So I'm not here to not here to bash them. I'm here to bash people that are going in the grocery stores, trying to shop, wandering around aimlessly, and just not paying attention to anything around them. It's absolutely you know what? Great. These are probably the same animals on the airplane that stand up as soon as the plane lands, breathing over top of you, hanging over top of you when you're in seat 32. <laughs> and they're probably the same ones that bring on four full-size cases of luggage. And it True. takes 15 minutes to put their luggage away. And they're probably the same people that spill stuff on you when you're sitting there in the, uh, in the seat. There's animals everywhere. There's animals in the grocery store. There's animals on airplanes. There's animals anywhere you got to go these days. Uh, Show some respect to uh, your fellow human beings in this country, please. I will say this. When we got, when Elena and I flew back from Denver, we we touched down in Cincinnati. I, she got, she was on the outside in in the aisle seat. So she got my suitcase from, up top she gave it to me i'm sitting there waiting and i went to get up when it was time to leave because we're you know we're like we're just behind first class or whatever so we're waiting there for a little bit getting ready to leave though and i stood up cracked my head hard on like the where the light and the little air conditioning is and everything i'm like oh man so i'm glad it wasn't like steel or anything like that but it might have been cracked i didn't look to see i know i made really good contact with it it didn't hurt but none made contact. It was enough to where, like, the guy behind me, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm good. I just want to go off this plane. Let's go. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I just, any, I, I got to tell all you animals out there if there's other, if you are in a public space, there's probably other people around and you probably should respect that. So let's, uh, we're, we're, we're pleading for common courtesy to return in this country, please. All we're asking for. It's all we're asking for. It's oh, not hard to. It's not hard to walk around the place with your eyes open. Yes. And the, I do not get up in the seat behind me and try to run me over getting off the plane. One of these days, I'm going to take somebody to the ground and end up in jail because they're just <laughs> over top of you and pushing over you and dropping their luggage on your head. Like, sit down. We're not getting off the plane for another 30 minutes because the animals in front brought on four full-size <laughs> luggage things. They got stuffed up in the thing. So This is now yeah. grocery store etiquette slash flyer airplane etiquette, right? Plus, be a human being for crying out loud. It's the holiday season. It's the season for giving. Open the door for an old lady. Be nice. Show some civ- chivalry. Show some respect. Hey, now, it's that is something that I always feel like does happen when I'm at the grocery store. When I'm at the grocery store, somehow I always feel like there's an older lady or something that says, excuse me, like, can you reach out on this top shelf for me? Yeah, sure, no problem. I feel like it happens like once every like two or three trips to the store for me. It always seems to happen like that. I don't know why. I guess I seem like a nice person or whatever, and there's always like, an, older, an older woman like, can you reach this for me? Like, yeah, sure, I, I have no problem doing that. And I, and I really have no problem doing that at all. But everybody else is walking around aimlessly. Pay attention. I'm so scared to go to Costco tomorrow. I, I got to go to get a few things. I'm just, you know, with Thanksgiving going up, I think I'd rather dehydrate and not have any water before I go in there tomorrow. I'm still debating. <laughs> but uh, I got to go down to the mall by Philly because uh, I need to go on this. some of the stores. Got some of the higher end stuff, you know, for, gotcha. for Christmas. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, just be respectful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna film you tomorrow. If you're out there acting a fool, I'm putting you on Twitter. So That's don't right. act a fool tomorrow. <laughs> I like. It. I can't wait to see it. It's gonna be good. All right, we're gonna get off that subject. We talked about that probably long enough. Longer anybody that's listening or watching wants to wants to talk about it. So sorry about that. We're keeping moving to our college football rundown. Dave, what do you got for us, man? 
Uh, starting with the top dog, Georgia 56 over Charleston Southern while they get ready for the big game. Why are you playing Charleston Southern like this late in the season? It's like another all, movie. all the SEC, a lot of the SEC teams played uh, cupcakes. Uh, I was looking at, you know what I mean? So yeah. it wasn't just them. Uh, I know I was looking at a couple games. Really, there wasn't too many great games in the SEC. Uh, but yeah, Georgia just got tuned up. Are they still Florida next week, right? I can't I remember. So. Off the look. No, yeah. they, have Georgia, they have Georgia Tech next week. Georgia Tech. Oh, that's right. Who just got, well, we'll get right into that. Georgia Tech, you know, they showed up. Uh, got beat in <laughs> South Bend 55 to nothing. They've only got three wins. The Georgia Tech program is down on its luck. Not looking good these days. No. Notre Dame needed a statement win and hope Cincinnati loses. Uh, because they might be the beneficiary of the college football playoff with the money they bring, right? The schedule they bring, and the fact that the Oklahoma teams would get blown out in the playoff uh, would probably be the case. So we're going to talk about this one real quick because now it has massive college football playoff implications. Houston took care of Memphis at home, 31-13. They are 10-1. and They had 264 passing yards and 197 rush against a pretty decent Memphis team. Yep. They're winning – 21 to nothing, I believe, in the second quarter. Houston is a good team. They're not getting a lot of pub. As a matter of fact, I think I've only seen them once on a Friday night or something. Uh, what do you think? Houston, big win for Cincy. If that, that should lock them up, right, if they win? I think do they, do they play each other next week? Does UC, yeah, the, UC play Houston? Yeah, if, if they beat Houston, then, yeah. I think I think UC locks up a spot in the top four if they if they remain undefeated. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's next week. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Maybe yeah. it's two weeks, but I thought maybe it's next week. But I know they're going to play Houston. Yeah, it's Houston. So, and they're going to get that game in Cincinnati, I believe. Yeah. So, big game there. Uh, big college football uh, playoff implications. If Houston was to beat Cincinnati, that would throw everything into chaos. So, yep. yeah, because uh, your boys from the Big 12s coming in or Notre Dame's coming in. One of the two. Yeah. So the rankings come out when. The rankings come out tonight or tomorrow. I'm not sure. Yeah, tomorrow. Arkansas and Alabama, good game. I watched that. Alabama wins 42 to 35 at home. I didn't think Alabama looked particularly good. I do think Arkansas is a decent team for sure. But uh, I mean, Alabama's quarterback had all them yards, so they're talking Heisman already. But after the loss yeah. to Texas AM, and we'll see what happens against Georgia. But he would have to have a monster game against Georgia, I think, at this point to win the Heisman trophy. Uh, because we're going to talk about the person I think is going to get it at this point. But what do you think of that game? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes as far as that. Like, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I really want to think about it uh, as far as that. Like, Alabama's quarterback, they, they were, it was what it was. They're not as good as what they were against, you know, what they've been the past couple of years and everything. So it's, I don't know. They, I mean, they're, they're capable of winning, but they're not going to be, it's not going to be in as dominant fashion as what they've done before. Uh, so if I put them up against Georgia, like I think Georgia's defense is good enough to slow down Alabama's offense. I just don't know how good Georgia's offense really is, you know, as far as I think it could be a closer game. I don't know if it'll necessarily be a blowout just because I don't know if Georgia has really been tested at all. Well, I think they haven't been tested just because of the way they played. They were tested against Clemson first game of the season. That was a long time ago. So yeah, long time ago and. Yeah, we saw how good they've been. Yeah, so, you know, if you look at the Clemson game for comparison, they couldn't score on Clemson. Their one touchdown was an interception return for a touchdown, if you remember. So, yep. uh, Clemson's obviously given up a lot of points since then. So, it'll be interesting to see what Georgia's made of. 
Because I think that that side of the SEC is actually proven to be kind of weak this year. So yep, I agree. Um, then we get, but uh, what do we got here? This was the the game that to to circle back. Houston does not play UC in the last game of the season. So maybe they meet there, but because UC plays um, Eastern Carolina. That's right. So they play Eastern Carolina. If they both win, then they'll play. And I I think they're already both, no matter what happens, they're both in the American football conference championship, but obviously if Cincinnati would lay an egg, they'd be done, but right. Which they shouldn't know. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're, we're going. Laying an egg, Oregon seven, Utah 38, Utah winning 28, nothing at halftime. They had a nasty 78 yard punt return before the half to put it up 28, nothing. The yeah. ducks are done. Done. <laughs> Pac 12 yeah. sucks. What do we always say? Pac 12. I thought you, I thought you said big 12 was all its thumbs down. Actually, oh, no. did you see I the quarterback? This Did you see the quarterback from UCLA? Pac-12, Big 12. Pac-12, Big 12. Did you see the quarterback from UCLA when they are playing USC? He scored a touchdown, went towards the stands, took a guy's hat and signed his hat, got flagged for uh, for taunting because he signed an autograph for the guy's hat and gave it back to him real quick after his touchdown. I thought it was pretty funny. It is pretty funny, but who, who wants an autograph from UCLA? <laughs> hey, their quarterback's legit, though. Yeah, I don't want to hear about Pac-12. <laughs> We're done with a matter of fact. All right, Cincy's statement win. Fickle said we needed a statement game, and they did that against a good SMU team, taking care of business at home, 48-14. Ritter, 274, three touchdowns. He should get an invite to New York. Yeah, I think he should get an invite to New York. He's he's played well. He has the numbers, and it's kind of a mediocre year for the Heisman. So there's probably like five guys that should get invited. Um, I don't know who's going to win it. Maybe Stroud. It, it, it could have been Walker, but, like, they didn't run them against Ohio State. They got down to it. We'll talk about that later on. We're going to get to that in a minute. I know. I know. It just still baffles me. I'm like, what are you trying to do? Still run your game. But we'll talk about it later. Go ahead. All right. We got to bring this up because it's starting to get interesting, the Big 12, and they could shake things up. Oklahoma State beats Texas Tech. 23 nothing. They are 10 and 1 going into the, the rivalry game. I believe that's quiet 10 and 1. It's a quiet 10 and 1, too. Very quiet. Um, I believe their loss was Baylor. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, it was either Baylor or Iowa State. I can't remember yeah. which one. Yeah, it might have been one of them. Uh, Wake Forest, we talked about. Uh, we bring them up because they're ranked number 10 and creeping up. But Clemson thumped them 48 27 in Death Valley. So that's over. Yep. Iowa State uh, gave Oklahoma a game at home. Uh, Oklahoma wins 28-21. Iowa State gave up a lot of close games this year. Oklahoma's 10-1. So here's the question before we get into the good stuff. Yeah. Whoever wins the game between the two Oklahoma teams, do they jump over Cincinnati for the final spot? I don't think they should. I think they should remain on the outside. Um, I don't know how good Oklahoma State's look. I know that Oklahoma has looked very suspect. I mean, they've gotten better since they made a quarterback change from uh, Spencer Rattler. Um, but I don't know if if the if I can trust the conference to be to not get blown out again. Like, are you going to let the Big Twelve go and get blown out by a Georgia team, or are you going to give opportunity to a, a power a, a Group of Five uh, team for the first time that's undefeated? You know, yeah, that, we, we've seen say. enough. Yeah, we've seen enough of the Big Twelve. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, they get hammered every time. Oklahoma gets in and gets hammered every time, right? Yeah. I'm tired of seeing it. Let's let Cincinnati get in there, who plays the kind of football it takes to compete in this uh, 
college football with that defense. I just don't know if their athletes can hang with some of these top teams. But right, the uh, death the death might get them, but not sure, not sure as yeah. far as that. They might they, they might wear down against some of these like, you know, I won't say bigger teams, but I feel like they are probably bigger, probably slightly more athletic, slightly more talented teams uh, that are out there. They might wear down like as far as like their their lines, offensive defensive lines, but. Maybe not. You know, I'm not saying they shouldn't get a chance. I definitely think they should. I give them a chance over a Big 12 team, though. I think, yeah, they, I, I think they should get a little respect because of their game against Georgia last year. I mean, they blew that game. They had that one. They had just it. Really choked. Yep. Uh, so we'll go into that. Let's get into one Big 10 game just because I love the troll Nebraska. Nebraska loses 28-35 to at Wisconsin. You're Nebraska, and you gave up. 228 yards and three touchdowns on 22 carries to Allen. What self-respecting Big 12 – well, they should be in the Big 12, but they're in the Big 10 to take the thumping. Big 10 team gives up that much on the ground. Who? What Big 10 team gives up that much on the ground? I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, you know what, though? Hey, hey, you know what, though? They're coming along. They're still fighting. They haven't quit. They're out there doing their thing. Give them another year. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. 351 yards, one touchdown. Y'all started to off, off early. Damn. <laughs> so, so, you want to talk about messing with their money? <laughs> Nebraska's messing with their money. Just keep giving it the frost. That's what's going on. That's messing with their money. <laughs> Got to give it a chance. Hey, he's a former Heisman Trophy winner. He brought them their last national championship. Yeah, he still yeah. get paid for it. Hey, hey. <laughs> He probably is. You know what, though? Hey, let him have this opportunity. If, if anybody's going to get an opportunity, it's got to be him. If not him, they're going to have to find Tommy Frazier somewhere. Don't know where hey. they'll find him. I think he's coaching high school football somewhere, but someone's got to give him a shot. The question is, is Frazier making more now as the coach or when he was playing for Nebraska? I don't know. That's a lot of assuming. <laughs> All but, right, let's move on. It, hey, it was the 90s, though. Yeah. Things were crazy. Things were crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. If we, if we count inflation, it's probably more from when he played. All right, Nebraska, you suck. Wisconsin, nice win. All right, Michigan, 59, Maryland 18. McNamara, 259 yards, two touchdowns. He didn't really need to do a whole lot. Haskin, 20 rushes, 78 yards, two touchdowns. And Edwards. The other running back, the freshman running back went off. He had like 10 catches for 107 yards receiving. 170. Yeah, 170. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? What's your thoughts? Um, I mean, they played Maryland, so they did what they were supposed to do. Um, it was closer in the first half. I mean, I feel like Michigan, that's just how they play. Um, I think I think they play down the competition sometimes. I still don't believe they should have lost to Michigan State. They were up by 17 with three minutes left in the third quarter, so it was terrible that they lost that game. Thank <laughs> you that they did, and they shouldn't have. They should be undefeated going to that game against Ohio State, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, Michigan came out. They did what they had to do. McNamara, you know, he's not gonna. He's he's kind of a game manager because they're not asking him to do anything crazy with the ball. Um, and then you know they're feeding the ball to their their running back and they're letting their defense kind of play. And just Maryland's offense wasn't talented enough. We'll see how we'll see what happens next week when they're facing the high powered offense of Ohio State. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about that here shortly. I'm sure. Nothing like beating another fraud Big Ten team that should be in the ACC. All right. <laughs> Ohio State beats Michigan State at home 56-7. to This game was 49-0. I 
Ohio State was scoring so fast, Twitter couldn't keep up with it. They're scoring hey, so fast. CJ Stroud tied the, the, the team record with, was it, six touchdown passes? In the first half. It was in the first half. That was for the game. He threw it in the first half. And 432 yards and six touchdowns and a 98.7 QBR, 12.3 average in the first half. I mean, Michigan State proved why they had the worst pass defense in the Big Ten. So, I mean, that was bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, like they put in, they played it, they played some other quarterbacks. We got to see our first look at that guy who's like the next Trevor Lawrence there at the very late in the game with the long blonde hair coming, get a little reppage. Yeah. State, uh, just to see what it's like playing in front of the big crowd, right? Uh, man, and I just got to mention Walker to third because he just lost his invite to New York. Six carries, 25 yards. I mean, they didn't give him the ball. Like, I mean, like, if as soon as Ohio State scored the first two touchdowns, they should have stuck with their game plan and kept just running the ball. They, yeah, by trying to stay, like, yeah, by trying to stay in the game and run a track meet with them, they got themselves blown out of the water. Yeah. Can't um, do that. That Michigan, got, Michigan cannot do that when they play. Cannot make it a track meet. Michigan needs to get three and a half yards of play, control the ball, and matriculate the ball down the field and keep Ohio State's offense off the field. So, we'll later, I mean, State, <laughs> I do, yeah, I do think Michigan State's a good thing, good team. And I think Mel Tucker is uh, doing a fantastic job there. But if it's any truth to him getting a 10 year, $90 million contract or something, I'd have signed that thing before that game. A matter of fact, no, he he's still, gonna, he's, he's still, getting, paid. He's still getting paid. No, I oh, guarantee you. Sign that thing like John Hancock. Hey, whether he's at Michigan State. Or if he goes down, you know, goes down south somewhere like LSU or something, he's going to get paid. He said Michigan State's a destination job. I hate coaches that lie. He sounded like Nick Saban down there in Florida. I'm not going to be the coach of Alabama. That's what Mel Tucker sounded like. Oh, Michigan what, State's a destination What about Jim Bell Fisher saying that there's whatever he said, that there's no way he's going to LSU? I know, I know. But that's a little different than this. Like, we're talking Michigan State here. You're not even the big school in your state, right? So yeah, true. Uh, I'll tell you what, I give Mel Tucker a lot of credit because he was able to say that with a straight face. Like, he was convincing. We yeah, all know he was lying. Man, I'll tell you what, if you need a guy in your court case that got your back, that's the dude you want. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. Think about Colorado. He just signed He just signed to be the coach of Colorado. And then Mitch State called. He said, well, I got to go. Colorado was his dream job. Oh, I want to go. <laughs> yeah. And dip, this is like deja vu now I'm thinking about it. This yeah. is deja vu from like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I like a little coach with no integrity. Those are the ones that generally win. So I got no problem with him saying that. You know, that tells me something. Right. <laughs> hey, All speaking right. of speaking, I won't say he doesn't have integrity, but I heard or someone said Mitch something like it would be interesting if Brian Kelly took the job out at USC. No way. Why would he leave Notre Dame? Why not? He's probably taking Notre Dame as far as they can go. This might be true, but I think in this new world of players getting endorsement deals, no one has more money than better, richer alumni than Notre Dame. And I think because of, that, because of that, I think Notre Dame's going to be back. I know they have academic standards. They can only skirt those so much like SEC schools where you just got to be able to, you know, maybe read. I don't think reading's a requirement. They send you to Gulf Coast State to get a little reading training, and then you come to the big – then you come to the SEC. That's kind of how it works. Yep. You know, obviously the ACC, Pac-12. For as much as I bash the Pac-12 and the ACC, those schools do have some stringent uh, requirements. 
uh, like the Big Ten schools, but let's face the SEC, they'll let anybody in other than Vanderbilt. So uh, <laughs> that's kind of how it rolls. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay, where are we going now? All right. So Ohio State, Michigan, picks, picks, picks. What do we got? I'll let you go first. Me, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my boys. I, I, but they have to do they have, they have to play everything, they have to do everything right. Everything right. This time he's taking too much with the heart. Too much with the heart, but I'm gonna back him. I'm gonna back him. I don't know why I don't think good enough. So what I I question good enough. I I question Ohio State's defense. I question their defense. I think they can be run on. I think Michigan. Yeah. I I don't think it's gonna be like Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it's gonna be like recently. I don't think it's gonna be what just happened to Michigan State. Now Uh, what what I do worry about is the fact that Ohio State's receivers are like all Americans. And Michigan had the one corner, decent. The number four, gray on the other side, liability. Can't stand that guy. I don't say I can't stand him. He's a kid playing college ball. But if I see weakness on the field, I see that guy. And I see a Michigan linebacker trying to cover an Ohio State receiver in the slot. That's what he talk. I don't know why Harbaugh tries to do that every year. You say what? <laughs> Harbaugh tries to cover a receiver with a linebacker every year for some reason. Yeah, well, they're playing more zone this year, so we'll see what happens as far as that. But like, yeah. they're gonna have to like not blitz, and they have to rely on their defensive ends to get pressure on on Stroud. And that's yeah. not even talking about Henderson at running back. So there's the uh, Hoss has options all over the field. I'm not gonna lie, they do. It's gonna be a really tough game for Michigan, in my opinion. Yeah. They, need, they need to get turnovers. They need to they need to control the ball and get Ohio State to turn the ball over and not give up big plays. At least not a bunch of them in chunks. They gotta keep the game, they gotta keep the game under control. I'm glad it's in Michigan this year, not Ohio State. You know what? Like I look at the Ohio State and their recruiting classes and the players they're getting, and in this new world with the money. Who's got more money than Ohio State? Uh, maybe Notre Dame, maybe Texas, you know. Yep. Uh, I know it's bold saying this with Alabama where it's at, but I think Ohio State's the program right now. Their backups are five stars. It's getting serious. There's just too much speed. We both know speed kills, and Ohio State's got loads of speed, and it's going to be tough for anybody, including these SEC teams, to keep up with the kind of speed they got. That's in all positions. We're talking everywhere. Yep, so, everywhere. I got Ohio State in this game. I think it's going to be closer than most people think. Uh, I think they'll win by two touchdowns, but I think it's still a game by the second half. So, yeah. And what's our bet? Just like the Browns game, you got sports and Buckeyes gear for me? <laughs> I guess it'll have to be after the first year, after you come back from uh, from the, the small hiatus for working the, the holidays. So, yeah. We'll, we'll do that. You have to, you have to sports some the other team's gear. Whoever wins, whoever wins. I, I look forward to you wearing some maize and blue. I'm ready for it. All right. All right. Well, what do we got? Do we want to check our picks real quick from last week? Uh, yeah, let's run through it real quick because we're in, we're running longer than I planned. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's do it quick. All right. Colts, Buffalo. We both took Buffalo. Colts won convincingly. The Colts are back. I'm impressed. Jonathan Taylor, MVP, five touchdowns. Yeah, five touchdowns rushing, crazy. We both took Baltimore. Baltimore took care of Chicago without Lamar Jackson. Yep. Uh, I took the Browns. You took the Lions. Browns squeaked it out. We'll talk about that real quick uh, here mm-hmm. shortly. Uh, that was pathetic. Texans won. We both took the Titans and so did probably most of America because that game was in Tennessee. Could not believe that. Uh, we both took the Packers and the Vikings won. 
So <laughs> uh, Vikings are a good team, though. They are. They've lost a lot of close games this year. Yeah, I think they're going to be a playoff team. We both took the Dolphins against the Jets, and we got one right. And this is the one we both took the Eagles in Philly. We got that right. Right. Uh, Terrell took the Panthers and Cam Newton. I took the football team. Football team surprisingly won in Carolina. That's Washington uh, team for people that don't know. Terrell, 49ers, Jaguars, 49ers rolled. I took the Jags. Rell took the Niners. Uh, Bengals, we were both on Bengals against a reeling Raiders team. Uh, Terrell took the Cowboys. I took the Chiefs. Chiefs took, took the win in Harrowhead. Uh, and then we got another one. Rell took the Cardinals with Colt McCoy. What a bold pick. I had Seahawks. I thought Russell Wilson could do it. I think they're all overrated. I'm never picking Seattle again. Cardinals Seattle plays roll. no defense. Seattle plays Card no defense. Cardinals roll in Seattle, right? Yeah. I mean, they look good. Hey, I, don't think they, I don't think they had DeAndre Hopkins either. They didn't have, did have Kyle Murray. They didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. Does not matter. Colt McCoy, bring it back, yelling, hook them horns. Hey. Cardinals, yeah. Cardinals got a squad, man. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, he's and then, coach. He's not. Be, he's out there trying to be pretty. And then the last the Sunday night game, we both were on the Chargers. What a wild game! I watched that. The uh, Chargers almost blew it. The Steelers actually went up by three points after being down seventeen in the fourth quarter. Big, and I big. thought all the AFC North teams were going to win, but then Herbert's the man. He hit that dude on the left sideline bomb, and that was it. Yep. Yeah, Mike Williams. You weren't catching him, so. And then they, uh, and then on the ensuing drive when the Steelers got the ball back, the Chargers put Joey Bosa in at like middle guard and let him rush against guards. He sacked Roethlisberger for like a minus eleven. This I love seeing some coaching. I'd love to see some coaching done in Cleveland, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, real quick on our NFL rundown. You know we got to talk. We got to talk. Let's let's I'm I'm I let's let's talk Bengals first. Bengals get it done, not surprising. 32-13. Mixon was a beast with 30 carries, 123 yards, four yards carry, two touchdowns. What's your thoughts? Uh in my in my opinion, it was closer game what the score said. Bengals kind of took over late in the second half. Um, I felt like the Raiders defensive line was controlling the line of scrimmage, but the Bengals controlled the time of possession. Uh, Burrow didn't have a great day, but the Raiders put a, a lot of pressure on him, hit him quite a bit. Um, nothing crazy in the passing game. And um, the Raiders had more penalties. They kept shooting themselves in the foot whenever they would stop the Bengals on drives. And that's what pretty much got bang got the Bengals their points in the first half on multiple drives. So the Raiders got the penalties. It could have been a different story, but the Bengals defense played solid. Second half, they gave the ball to Joe Mixon. I think the Bengals offensive lines finally started wearing down the Raiders defensive line and Mixon scored two touchdowns, had 30 carries. You don't see that too often in the NFL anymore, 30 carries for a running back. So that's how the Bengals need to win games. Keep running the ball, keep feeding the rock, and uh, take pressure off Joe Burrow so he doesn't have to throw it five wide all the time. So. Yeah, Mixon never gets brought up in best running backs in the NFL, but he deserves to be in that conversation. He is big and fast. I know injuries have kind of played a part over the last couple of years, but, man, when he's healthy, there isn't too many that run better than him. He's got pretty good vision, too. Like, he's pretty patient yes. runner. He doesn't just go. You know what I mean? He's, he's usually trying to set up blocks pretty good, and he's hard to tackle. Yeah, and the Raiders are done. Uh, I'm declaring them dead. Three losses in a row, too much drama. We don't need to get into all that, but we know what's going on there. Right. Uh, good win for the Bengals. Uh, the Browns 
squeak the Lions at home, 13-10. The home crowd booing Baker Mayfield as he comes off the field. Mayfield doesn't do any of his obligations after a game like is required. Uh, even though today he told the media he owes them nothing. <laughs> and he said the same fans that are booing him are the same fans that are probably making noise when they're on offense. So he said he don't care. <laughs> I, think, I think he's finally snapped. You had his wife coming on uh, Instagram last night and saying how I wish the rest of the team was tough and played like my husband or something. <laughs> oh, man, you just can't do that. I'll tell you what, the Browns have more drama in the housewives of Atlanta. Like, it's serious. <laughs> like, they got problems. Mayfield was awful. I know he's hurt, right? He's got a million injuries. 15 to 29, 176 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and 8.6 QBR. Uh, Chubb was the man. They didn't have Chubb yesterday. I lost the Lions. Chubb back from the COVID lead, 22 degrees, 130 yards. Uh, he was a beast. The defense looked good. They had two interceptions against a quarterback named Boyle who hasn't played a game in forever, and it was his first NFL game at 27 years old. The kind of perspective that, like, right. played like that against anybody else, they probably wouldn't have won. Yep. Baker was awful. Just going to say real quick, uh, Baker, if he's hurting that bad, you're hurting the team. Like, we, this is actually a topic we should talk about sometime. Like, I, I'm all for playing hurt, being tough, leading your team. But at some, I think there is a point where, like, say, hey, we appreciate it. We know you said you were going to go. We know you got Bs, but you're, 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 you can't perform, right? And you got to sit down, right? There's a difference between – toughing it out and still playing at a high level with an injury. And yeah, exactly. And he don't even look like the same guy. Like every time he gets touched, he can barely walk. I'm not saying that. And you know what? Case Keenum is not the answer. He's proven that, but he's an excellent backup. He's a professional. Yep. He paying him eight, nine million a year for a reason. Is a hundred percent Case Keenum better than a 25% Baker? Maybe, right? He beat Denver the other night on Thursday night. Uh, I think it should be considered because I, I just – he can't even throw the ball. He's got, like, five multiple injuries. Like, uh, out, he, they already declared him playing this week. We'll see what happens. Uh, the defense is going to have to keep playing. He needs to be able to protect himself. That's yeah. the thing. He's, he, can't, he can't protect himself right now, and he's not going to get better. You know, and he's not helping himself out because everybody's, oh, Baker's not the answer, blah, blah, blah. I don't care if he's hurt now. He's out there. He's good enough to play. So, he's trying to play for that contract. And it's just, it's not happening. So I know Lamar Jackson didn't play this last week, right? And we obviously yeah. heard there's rumors about the contract breaking down. There's big problems there. Uh, bottom line is Miami and Bears kind of put how you beat the Ravens on defense, right? They put that, you put in seven defensive backs, but they're not there to cover people. They're there to go chase Jackson, right? Right. You go rush six, seven people and you rush athletes with speed, right? And you play tight man coverage. Joe Woods, this is a message to you. Look, you know, if you're watching, if you come out there and run that sorry ass four man rush dime defense and let the Lamar Jackson score 50 points. So I got to listen to Stephen A and all these people on TV the next day talk about how great Lamar Jackson is just because you don't want to play no defense. You should be fired. They shouldn't let you back on the bus to leave Baltimore. They need to leave you in Baltimore, in the Inner Harbor, in the aquarium, and never come back again. Matter of fact, I'm putting you on a space shuttle with OBJ and Kevin Love when you get back. Right? Yeah. There we go. That's all I got on the Browns game. I who's winning that game? 
You picking that one? What do we got to do? What do you think? What is it? Browns? Who are they playing again? Ravens the, uh, in Ravens? Baltimore Sunday night football. I'm taking the Ravens. I think there's too much drama. Baker's hurt. I would actually give them a better chance probably if Case played healthy. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't see him winning this game. I, I just the, quick, don't. The, quick, the quick turnaround and everything, I think it's just in Baltimore, night game, like Thursday night game in Baltimore. I just, yeah, that's going to be tough. Ravens are too well coached. And I would say this, if the Ravens let Nick Chubb run for a hundred something yards, their coach should be left in the inner Harbor in the aquarium and never be allowed back again. Right. Yep. You play the run and you make a 25% Baker try to beat you. So we'll see. It's going to come down to coaching in this game. I truly believe that. So we'll see what, like most NFL games, I should say, look what the, if that's the case in the Browns should be worried. Cause I think Harbaugh's probably got them beat. Harbaugh. I hope the other Harbaugh comes to Cleveland next year. The <laughs> I, I bet you do. I bet you do. <laughs> so, Cause he can turn things around quick. Right. All right. So that's kind of our NFL rundown. Uh, the AFC North all tied up. Browns are in last place at six and five. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's still close still for grads. We'll see how it goes. We will. We'll see how it goes. I think they're going to play each other, and the weather's getting cold, AFC North weather. So we'll see. I said, we'll see how it goes. All right. So, all right. What we got? Are we, are we going to remake our NFL conference picks? We made our picks in the beginning of the season. I'm pretty sure I chose the Bills to play in the Super Bowl against, I thought it was the Rams, but maybe I thought I picked the Niners. I can't remember. I feel like I can listen to the podcast and, and decide who I picked. I need to start writing this stuff down. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re-pick my AFC and NFC champions. I still think it's going to be the Rams. I question if it's going to be Buffalo now. They are not playing well at all. Um, They've abandoned the run. They, they've abandoned the run. I think they should start doing what Philadelphia is doing with Jalen Hurts and just start letting Josh Allen run the ball and be an athlete and then hope that can open it up for them to throw it deep again. Yep. Um, the, the Chiefs are starting to – they're starting to uh, kind of turn around a little bit, but I'm, I don't know. If, the, Chiefs, if, the Chiefs' defense has turned it around. The offense is still really sketchy back everybody's there. Just, everybody's just – everybody's still sitting back. Everybody's still sitting back, not letting them have those all those big plays. I don't trust the Chiefs' offense right now. I don't know. Yeah, for some uh, reason, I'm gonna, I'm going to stick with Buffalo. Ooh, yeah, part of me, ooh. part of me wants to like look at the Patriots because the Patriots are looking good, the Colts look good, but everybody else, like AFC North, that's coin flip. I don't know who to pay for out of the AFC North. Um, I don't think all, all four teams in the AFC North ain't going to the ain't going to the Super they're Bowl. Gonna, they're gonna they might have three playoff teams, but none of them will be in the AFC title game. Yeah. I think I'm gonna stick with Buffalo. I'm definitely gonna stick with the Rams. Actually, no, I'm gonna oh, I am gonna change that. I'm gonna say Buffalo against the Cardinals. Yeah, you can't trust Matt Stafford. You know what? Everybody bashes Cleveland's quarterbacks and in Cleveland, it's always the quarterback fault. In Detroit, it was always uh, Detroit's fault. Well, Stafford, you were there nine years. You had Megatron. You had all these people. You didn't win. You threw yeah, they just they have, they're they are always mostly garbage. No, no, no. Megatron the whole time. Quarterback driven league. You ain't win a playoff game. You ain't nobody, man. Like this. him though. I don't get the love affair with Stafford. There's usually no love affair with quarterbacks. Don't I'm win. I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of Stafford. I'm on board. I like to win better than Baker. 
Got everybody fooled. I like the way that would make it. How many playoff games has Stafford won? How many, how many playoff games? How many times has he already on, won got, more playoff games? How many times has he been on already team won. Not named Detroit? How many times has he been on a team not, not named Detroit? What's last uh, time come on, man. Game? Yeah. Um, last time Detroit won a playoff game, I think Barry Sanders was there and Herman Moore. Baker's team didn't win a game the year before when he took over. Like, you know, they won one game in two years, right? I mean, Detroit had Calvin Johnson. They had a good coach and coach. That, Cole that is it. That is it. They had Calvin Johnson. No, no, they had play. I, I don't want to hear about Stafford. Uh, yeah, okay. We have a different opinion on Stafford, but we'll see. So, uh, who'd you pick, NFC? Who? Uh, NFC, I chose the Cardinals. Uh, AFC, I, I still chose the Bills. I'll switch my pick, though. I'm going Cardinals to the Super Bowl, winning it all. Wow, oh, man, I'm having a hard time choosing. Uh, choose a team here. I think I'm gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with uh, what are we gonna go with? All right, my buddy here wanted to hang out. Ah, gotcha. Right. Yeah, got so uh, bring little pups on there. Yeah, gotta so got, got, got uh, get them on, gotta get them on camera. Barely, yeah. barely see him. There he is. There she is. There Say you go, buddy. All right, there <laughs> so about we got, Pomeranian. Yeah, we got Dolce here, and we're gonna say. We're going to go with, in the AFC, man, it's tough. I'm going to go with a surprise pick. I'm going with the Colts. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to win the I AFC. Pick. I thought about picking them. So uh, The way they're it. playing, uh, they're healthy. They were, a high, they were a hot pick early in the year. They had all their people out, but now everybody's back. Uh, I trust Wentz in that system because he gets along with that coach. And then the NFC, man, I just don't trust Kyler Murray. I don't think he's there yet. Uh they're not going to win the Super Bowl with Colt McCoy. Uh, Tampa's shown some weaknesses. I don't know. They're deep. I don't know. And then, but they do get Gronk back and some people. But Gronk uh, is far from 100%. Gronk is hurt still. This is so hard to pick. I, I just don't like the Rams. I think OBJ is going to cause problems. They're, they got too much drama. They're kind of, they're going to end up being worse than the Browns because they got higher. Oh, man. I, you know what? I'm going to say. Oh man, who is it? I gotta go with I gotta go with the Cardinals because that defense, Chandler Jones stuff. I'm with you, so I'm gonna say Cardinals, Colts, and I thought Colts win the Super Bowl. Okay, we've heard you've heard it here. You've heard it. Hey, Colts probably had the MVP of the league, Jonathan Taylor. He's playing awesome. Yeah, and he's staying healthy and he's getting stronger. It looks like so. I um I understand it for sure. All my all my college friends are all Colts fans. They're gonna love hearing this from from us. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, what we got? Because we're running out of time. I got to hustle. So we got that done. Now we got. Oh, I put up the wrong thing. Let me get back my notes. That's what happens when you do something live, everybody. It never goes according to plan. All right, rapid fire topics. Thanksgiving edition. All right, here we go. Dane, hammer turkey. What you got? Turkey, man. The Pilgrims didn't eat no ham. They ate turkey. That's no, what we're sir. Honey Baked Ham Company Ham. I just bought it today. It's going to be good. It's going to be hot. I can do without turkey all day. I don't care. I don't need it. It's dry. It's never what I want. I'm good. I don't need it. My big ass needs both, but I'm going to take turkey with gravy. All right. <laughs> all right. Hey, dressing or stuffing? Stuffing in the I'm turkey. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, hey, I'm a dressing guy. Like I said, I'm ham dressing. I want I want to make a cornmeal. I don't, I'm not trying white bread and stuffing. I'm not trying to eat it out of turkey. I'm good. All right. Mashed potatoes or mac and cheese? 
Oh man, I like both. I get both yeah. on my plate, but I'm gonna go mashed potatoes, traditional. I'll probably go mac and cheese. I will. Sometimes we have mashed potatoes, sometimes we don't. But we we're gonna we're gonna have mac and cheese there this year, so I'm gonna go with that. All right, what what's your preferred dessert? I know for on the list we talked about four, it was pumpkin pie or pecan pie. Oh, that's tough. I like a good pecan pie. I'm gonna go with pecan. I'm not mad. I know I know at our house this year, it's gonna be actually my parents' house. We're gonna have a choice between cheesecake, pound cake, and a pumpkin roll. So honestly, I'll probably sample all three, but if I have my choice on on what to have just in general, pound cake. I've always wow. loved it. And I never eat it. I only get it on the holidays. So I'm going pound cake. I love a good pumpkin roll too. Yeah, can't beat that. All right. Uh gravy or cranberry sauce? Gravy. Always gravy. I, I like I don't like sweet stuff too much. Give me the gravy all day long on my turkey, on my mashed potatoes. Put it all over the plate. Not me. Cranberry sauce. That's it. I hate the mess. I'm weird when I eat. I get it. I understand it. I don't want a bunch of gravy all over my stuff. I'm not a mixed up kind of guy when it comes to my food. Nah, cranberry sauce. Out of the can. Out of the can. I don't want like the whole cranberry dish. No. I also want to see the can marks. I'm cut right down the line. I'm going to drop the slices on my, on my dressing. That's how I do it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the big meal, man. And then the, I'm going to break my Peloton again after the holidays this year. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what usually happens. So, all right, what we got now? Get real with Dane. Dane, talk about it. We're still running out of time. Remember it. Hey, LeBron James, come on, man. You punched <laughs> that guy in the face. He did. That was dirty. That was dirty. No one in the world could convince me it's not dirty. Everybody on TV today that said it wasn't dirty, you probably kicked them a few bucks. There's no way, no way that wasn't dirty. That dude's eye was blown up when you watched, watched the replay. It was a backhanded fist. You know what you're doing. That was dirty. That's frustration because your team sucks. That's frustration because you know you're going down to Steph Curry again. That's frustration because you know you have to move back to Cleveland to win a title in two years with Mobley and them. And you know you got to come home and you know you got to live in the cold and it's just killing you. So you just want to punch the dude and it was dirty and no one could tell me anything different. <laughs> I do agree. I do agree. He definitely punched him. Um, he hit him on purpose, one way or another. He shouldn't have done it. If their suspensions handed out, LeBron's suspension should be longer than the Isaiah Washington guy. And the, the Isaiah Washington guy did kind of flip out. I get it. At some point in time, calm down. But LeBron definitely hit him on purpose. He can't say it was an accident. That's garbage. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's all we got to say. Let's just get to the money. <laughs> all right, mess with your money. Don't have too much on mess with your money, except for all these college football coaches losing their jobs. So there's a bunch of college football positions that are open. So open now is now the Florida position because Damon got fired this week. LSU's jobs open, USC's jobs open. Uh, there's another job I can think of. I know Washington that's big that's open. Washington. Washington State's jobs open. So there's a lot of big time jobs that are open that are out there. I don't know who's going to get them because I don't know of any upcoming coaches. You know, maybe Hugh Freeze going to get his opportunity. Either way, the opportunity is there. Some coaches can get an increase in their tax bracket or stay in the same tax bracket and just go to a different team. Dan Miles going to land somewhere. And he's even said. teams you can win with. Like, it's not even bad jobs. Like, it's yeah. LSU, it's Florida. These are places. Good jobs, good facilities, good fan bases, good booster program. They have money flowing through. They have good alumni. There's some good jobs that are out there right now. So, hey, mess with the money. Future uh, college coaches, future college football coaches at these schools. Other than that, got Taysom Hill, quarterback slash tight end slash switch army knife for New Orleans Saints. 
He's signing a four-year extension, but it's, it's definitely a little bit different. It's at least $40 million total, but it could be $95 million as far as that. So if he's in his current role as a Swiss Army Knife type player, uh, he'll get that $40 million. But if he ends up being the starting quarterback over the next four years, he'll get a bump up and pay to $95 million. That's not a bad option. That means either they know they're not going to pay him or they have zero faith in Jameis Winston. They want to see what they can do with the athletic quarterback and see if he can make them more dynamic. Either way, he's getting paid more than I thought he was going to get paid, so props to him. And the Saints be messing with their money because they ain't winning with him, but good for him. Yeah, good for him. They're going to have to draft someone coming up soon. I don't know who's going to be, but probably going to draft her and pick up somebody. So on that note, like I said, we're hustling through. Had to get itself off our chest. Got the Michigan I'll State game coming on this weekend. I'm hyped. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see it. Uh, we're probably going to go on a little hiatus for the next few weeks. Dane's going to be busy through the holiday season. You know how it goes at the job at the, the at the A up there. So good luck with that, man. I know you've been working at least six day shifts. So uh, we might still have a we might still have a show or two over the over the course of the holiday season. We'll see. I'll keep you guys posted on our social media. Until then. Still follow us. We're gonna try to get some stuff going out there. By the way, there was a there was a poll question that uh, took place last week, and let me actually get that um, get that pulled up real quick. It was whether or not you would pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to take a six hour trip to space. It was a resounding ninety two percent no, eight percent yes. So people are not willing to spend their money just take a six hour trip to space. They're good. They don't need it. No doubt. <laughs> I'm, not, hey, I'm not mad at you. I can use that money for other stuff too. So I'd get it. Either way, follow us on social media. You can find me on Twitter at franchise love 22 Find Dane at D DeMayo. So we'll be out there. Uh, hit us up on Facebook. Always relevant. The rel is in quotes. Uh, look at hashtag all, always relevant. You can find us there. Look us up on YouTube. Always relevant. Same thing. If not, hashtag it. Always relevant. All together. Uh, this would be out. On Tuesdays, as always, like I said, you have any questions, let us know. Hit us up on social media. We're excited for it. Dang, man, don't work too hard, for real. Any, gotcha. any parting words for the hiatus? Do it with me. O-H? No. Everybody, everybody should be saying it. Go Blue. That's right. Go Blue. Go Michigan. I plan on Dane singing Hail to the Victors yeah. at our next show. I'm uh -huh. hyped. There it is. <laughs> there it is. All right, man. We'll talk to y'all later. We'll see you soon. Later. Everybody, this is the final setting of the show. Relax and take notes. And don't I really have too much today. Um, we just, we're, Dane and I, we had fun doing the show today. It was a great time. Uh, we want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with family and friends. If you're driving, please be careful on the roads getting there. It is a heavy travel time frame of the year. So just be careful when you're driving. When you're there, when you get a chance to uh, hang out and, and enjoy your time with your family, please do so. Um, be thankful for everybody that's there. Be thankful for the time you get to spend with them and uh, just enjoy it. So like I said, Dana and I had a great time doing this today. Uh, we might be going on a slight hiatus in the next couple of weeks just because holidays are coming up. And I know Dane's schedule during the holidays gets uh, super, super congested. So um, with work and everything. So we just, uh, we might not have as many episodes going through the holiday, but we'll definitely, we'll pick it back up after the first of the year. But hopefully we'll have a bonus episode or two uh, throughout just to keep things going. So until then, like I said before, 
hit us up on our social media uh, that will be active for sure and um enjoy the holiday happy thanksgiving if you don't hear from us merry christmas happy new year but i plan on talking to you guys here shortly so until then have a good one later